Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsor, Scribed. Unlimited audio and eBooks for $8.99 a month. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. Scribed. Unlimited audio and eBooks for $8.99 a month. Hi guys, this is Stephanie from Love Your Life Podcast and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode. Today I'm super delighted to have a guest on our show, Lisa Lipscomb. She is an entrepreneur, educator, and lifelong learning expert. She's also a published author and a key holder at one of my favorite spots, the She Hive in Ferndale, Michigan. She's a youth liaison on the board of directors for WeGP. Simpsons Coalition member and a poet and a speaker. She's also um, titles herself as the Bucket List Pro. This amazing woman had started a new organization called Something New LLC after years of implementing her Do Something New and Fulfilling Every Month goal. Her social venture provides a path for those who are ready for the opportunity to participate on ongoing new experiences and adventures of all sorts. She's the push behind a growing community of people who are excited about acquiring and maintaining a life that provides balance, diminishes stress, and gives them something to look forward to each and every month. I am so delighted to have her onto our show, so give her a nice warm round of applause, and thanks for joining. So hi, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you. I am so delighted to have you on board. I met you through the She Hive, and I know that you are a key holder here. Yeah. And we're interviewing right here at the lovely space. I absolutely love it. It's so adorable. If you guys are in the Metro Detroit area, definitely check them out and come to a couple of the events. Um, Can you tell me how you started? I'm really more interested in like your business and how you started your business, because I know you have a background as being an educator, too. Yes. I've been a teacher for over 23 years. Um, And in my background, my dad was a teacher and instructor at the Detroit Fire Academy. Um, He was also a student at Wayne State University, um, a political science uh, major. He did not finish. However, his love for learning was instilled upon me. Um, I remember being in high school and not being excited about it, not liking my teachers. And he stated to me, because I said one day, I can't wait to be done with this. I don't ever want to open another book again and have to deal with a teacher that I don't like. 
at that moment, he stated to me that as long as we're alive, we should be learning something new. So he instilled the idea of being a lifelong learner at that point. I created a goal to do something new at least once a month, every month. I've been doing it for many, many years, and it has led to the most exciting life I think that I could have. That's awesome. It seems... I like the parallels that we have. Like my background is in political science, um, but same thing for my former background is in political science, and I left politics about a year ago to do more of the health and wellness aspect. But like you, high school, I remember talking to my best friend, and our motto was like, "We want to get in, get out, get on with our lives." Like we considered school from everything from grade school we met in junior high. Like let's just get in, get out, get on with our lives. Mm-hmm. High school, same thing. College, the same thing. Um, but my dad was the same way. He didn't have a formal education. He did work at, um, well, I'll take that back. He had a formal education when it came to um, design. So he went to CCS and he worked at um, one of the local um, community colleges in Detroit. But he was the same way. He was always a lifelong learner. Mm -hmm. His background was um, more in the design aspect, but would work on computers. And I asked my dad, like, well, how do you have a degree in this? He's like, no, I just learn. I'm self-taught and I'm constantly learning. And so he instilled that upon me that, even though you are not in school, you're not reading the books, some way, somehow, constantly try to keep your mind active as long as possible. Exactly. So that's, that is awesome. Um, and how long have you had your business? Just over a year. Okay. I, I literally launched it in 2017. So okay. um, my feet are still getting wet, but I'm enjoying the process. Oh, yes. It's definitely a, a fun process to like get out there and, and start, you know, just jumping full into it. And I know that you also are doing it as a side right now as you are continuing to be a, a teacher, correct? That's correct. Okay. So some of the events that you have done, can you tell me some of the things that you have done since you've launched a business? Yes. My launch event was at Zen Organics huh. um, in, okay. in Hamtramck. I have a lot of friends in my active community. I'm a runner. I'm a walker. I've completed a few duathlons, things along that nature. Nice. So when I realized that my friends are interested in becoming vegetarian and vegan, I located a, a building, a restaurant that not only prepares vegan and vegetarian meals, but sells the products wholesale. Oh, nice. Yeah. So okay. we had the opportunity to have a tour of the facility. They also have a community Zen garden. Um, one of the monks there walked us through. Then they were given a, a prepared lunch that was vegetarian and had the chance to look at the products, the bulk food, have a great lunch, and um, meet people that they had not known before but are interested in that lifestyle as well as lifelong learning adventures and being being aware of places that they did not know exist in and around the city. That oh, I didn't even know that place exists. So that's <laughs> awesome. Um, and especially any kind of transition. I had interviewed another young lady about um, transitioning into more of that plant-based lifestyle. It's a huge jump for a lot of people. And I let people know all the time that I'm coaching them. Like, let's not, you know, just dive deep into something, but being able to have that support system and having that knowledge that like how to prepare the foods or even know where to to buy some of the things. Because when people say I want to go more organic or I want to do this and I want to do that, sometimes it's like that wall that goes up and like, well, I can't find that at my local like Kroger's Mm -hmm. or Myers, you know, like where do I find this stuff? Or it's so expensive. But being able to have the options of saying like you can grow your own things. You can also 
go and buy the stuff in bulk. Mm-hmm. So you provided that that opportunity for them. Yeah. That's great. I look at myself as a resource person. When people <laughs> present an idea of something that they're interested in that's new to them, I have a lot of links and connections to connect them with people, places, and things that will get them to that next step. That's awesome. And so what are some of the other events that you have done since then? I've done other events. Um, outside of events, I've also done a workshop here okay. at the She Hive. So it was um, from mundane to magnificent. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, title. how to improve your day. So that there are a lot of people who are interested in doing something new, um, but a lot of times they become so overwhelmed and in a routine that mm-hmm. they don't necessarily make the time. And if they don't know someone else that's willing to do it with them, they may not want to do it on their own. Yes. So bringing people together here to talk about that, to talk about resources of people, places and things that are available in the community, creating a plan for doing that based on bucket lists, based on things you wanted to do as a child, but maybe couldn't. Mm -hmm. That brings something to mind. Um, When my brother and I would come home from school at the end of a school day, we were latchkey kids if my parents were at work most of the time. So we would watch Zorro on TV. Oh, I love that show. And yes. Yeah, so I loved the Mark of Z, and I yes. wanted to, <laughs> I wanted a sword. I wanted to do You sound like me. <laughs> I, I found sticks and would chase my brother around the house. <laughs> but my parents were working people. They didn't have a lot of extra money to spend on things like that. Uh-huh. Um, so as an adult, I found a fencing class. Where at? Uh, Girls Point War Memorial. Okay, so I need to go. Oh my goodness, that's where I got married at. Oh, so I need to go there yeah. because I'm like you. I fell in love with Zorro yeah. and that and Robin Hood. So between the two of them, I was like, I want to do archery and I want to like learn how to do fencing. But the place that I went to was something on Groupon and it was just okay. it was really the vibe I got there that the guy who was teaching was just a little bit weird and quirky oh, and boy. I was like I'm like yeah I, I, loved I, it. It I I'll take back my like my yeah. $25 Groupon <laughs> I'm not really comfortable being here and he had me fencing against like toddlers and I'm I'm like in my 20s oh, at the no. time like I don't think it's appropriate for me no. to fence against kids that are like more than half my size right. like so i okay i need to go to the gross point yeah. more. so if you're doing that or if they have archery because now i now have um the I'm bow and sure arrow that they have archery i took my first archery lesson this spring um camp Bert shirley is a free summer camp provided for i don't know if it's just for detroit public school students okay so they had an adventure day. They brought some things to our school. Nice. Yeah, and I had the chance to um, shoot a bow and arrow for the first time, and I actually hit my target on the first try. Awesome. Um, I know that the DNR also has courses. They have um, mm. archery classes for families. They also have them specifically for women. Okay. So, again, I have a lot so of So we're going to have to do a day because yeah. I inherited um, some bows and arrows from a friend of the family who they were doing like a garage sale thing. And they're like, do you have oh, any, is there wow. anything in this house that you want? We have a lot of workout um, supplies. And I'm like, I don't care about your workout stuff, but I do <laughs> want those bows and arrows. So I have like two of them. Uh, my neighbor was trying to teach me before he moved because he was a big um, into archery and he had like the whole oh, setup wow. in his backyard. But my husband needs to like deal with the tension. But yes. 
I'm down for archery. I'm down for fencing. Like, let we me know. Let me there. know when you're planning on going, and I will be there. We will become Zorro and Robin Hood yes. modern day. Woman. I will Zora. Zora. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I will. I don't know how I would make Robin Hood into a more feminine thing, but but I will come up with a name, and we will we will be those two people. Awesome. So I love that. I like that. And so tell me a little bit about the workshop that you had here about, yeah. you said, going from mundane to magnificent. magnificent. Yes. So Planning what was- your days. Um, so doing something new doesn't happen by accident. Okay. I talked to a friend from high school not long ago, and we talked a little bit about, you know, catching up. And she said, oh, all I do is go to work and come home. And like she's stuck in a routine. Yeah. Um, Oftentimes, if we don't plan it out, life becomes a routine. Uh, We don't, well, not we. But I think a lot of people are open to the idea of stretching themselves, uh, changing up the routine. Because, you know, I hear people say they're bored all the time. I don't understand how you can become bored because there are so many things that you can do. Yes. So bringing that to people's attention sometimes breaks them out of a habit. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's done consciously, but once you realize, you know, there are so many fun things and opportunities out for you to do, just think about when you were a kid, what are some things you wanted to do and weren't able to, or what is your, what's on your current bucket list? Why don't we take the next steps in planning that out? To make sure that our life is not only new and renewed each month, but it's also fulfilling. Yeah. And there's so many different resources, as you were saying, um, to be able to find that that community. Because sometimes there's things that you want to do, but you're kind of like, well, none of my friends. We had this conversation before, like, none of my friends are really that interested Mm -hmm. in that. Um, so you might start off and saying like, I want to become, you know, do more of my races or I want to do like the archery and stuff like that. And you ask your friends and like, yeah, I have no interest in doing that. And in our head, it's kind of like, well, I'm not going to do it by myself. Just like some people, I'm one of those people, I'm like, I'm not going to go to movies by myself. And then I'm sitting there thinking, well, why not? Because I'm missing out on some really great movies. See, I'm the one that will go out on my own, but because I realize a lot of people don't, may not feel comfortable venturing to a place and doing something that they don't have any um, experience with. My job is to create a community of people that can support each other in doing mm-hmm. that, and that's another part of what my business provides. Is that, and then in that community, then you, then that ventures off. So maybe you have one or two outings in which the person is like, okay, I've seen Lisa like two or three times at these events. Now I want to not not get to know Lisa a little bit more because we are going to you know kayaking one day and then mm-hmm. we're going to fencing another day mm-hmm. and that, that exchange of the phone numbers happen. It's like well let's do more things together. Exactly. Let's go you know plan a trip together. Let's go you know uh, hiking one day or whatever exactly. it may may be. So that now they're creating a new tribe yes. of people that. It's not saying that they're getting rid of their their current friends, but now you have someone new that You're you can kind of be able to expand out. And sometimes, you know, as people see you do your your adventures, other people watch on social media or whatever it may be, and say, "Hey, I kind of want to join in. I exactly. never thought about that, but it looks like you had a great time." And then you find things that are of interest to other people. At some point, um, I took a discovery flight lesson a few years back. Okay, and I have a friend that said she was interested in doing something new as long as it was on. The ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, tell me, what is the discovery flight session? Is it just like just flying your own the own airplane? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you sign up for, you pay, you go in, uh, you get a walkthrough of a plane. Okay. I 
top saw and touch every nut and bolt on that plane. Inspecting the plane before it takes off the ground is <laughs> paramount. I was told that most airplane accidents occur not because of um, the plane, but because of pilot's error. They mm -hmm. didn't check everything, everything. first. Yeah. So there was a handbook and the pilot walked through it with me. Okay. I touched every part. I didn't know the gas was in the wings. Oh, um, interesting. Um, I didn't know the pedals weren't for accelerating, they're for changing the direction. So I got yeah. fussed at a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's like it's, you associate thinking it's going to be like the same thing exactly. as driving. So we do have a lot in common yeah. because it's funny. I went to, um, when I was in high school, my mom grew up uh, working at the airlines. So I've always, always been around the airlines. Okay. And they had a program at... Um, Michigan University, okay. where they're trying to get more minorities into the aviation program. And so they started reaching out. They said, let's get that pipeline going from high school mm -hmm. and reach out to high school students. My mom got word of it because I think they reached out to a lot of the airlines to see if they had any like of their kids that were interested. And myself and a couple of other people that I know went up to um, Western Michigan for the summer for a summer aviation camp. Oh, wow. um, so we same thing. We didn't do the whole round checking because I think they don't want you know right. fourteen year olds over there checking to see if everything <laughs> is okay. But we we did it do a lot of class time um, and then a lot of the hands on like in the flight simulator and was able to take the plane a Cessna wow. um, up twice for well. for it. So that was. A very interesting experience because my dad at the time really wanted me to become a pilot and I wanted to become a doctor. So I was like, I'm going to be a doctor Let that flies around you. the world. <laughs> when I, when my son was, when my oldest son was four, I saw an article in the Detroit News about Davis Aerospace Technical High School. I yes. didn't know kids could graduate from high school with a pilot's license. So I made a decision at that moment that he was going to that school. I realized it was my dream when he was admitted and stayed there a couple of years and didn't want to, didn't have any interest in yes. my place. So I was able to live out that dream. <laughs> I also have a friend that lives in Chicago whose kids all had a pilot's license before they had a driver's license. Oh, wow. So when I saw a video of his daughter flying a plane, I contacted him and I, that's when I signed up. Yes, and that's a lot of people don't realize like a lot of the local airports, whether it's Troy, whether it's um, in Detroit, we're in the metro Detroit area um, for those that are listening, but they offer a lot of those lessons. Um, so if you're willing to learn, I mean, and if you have the financial means to continue and the time to continue to go in, yes, you can get your um, pilot license. I mean, yeah. you might not be flying, you know. Uh, jet like these massive airplanes <laughs> that have two hundred people on it, but you can you can learn how to fly um, private airlines, yeah. um, and that's it's amazing experience. But definitely, you have to live your own life and not live vicariously through, exactly. through somebody else. Let, let people be who they want to be and, and do what is appealing to yeah. you. Yes. So you also have written a book. So yeah. tell me a little bit about your book. I published a book of poetry and nice. some of my photography called Somewhere in the Middle of Love. Oh. I realized this book is now 10 years old. <laughs> I was flipping through it not long ago. So it's amazing to realize I wrote something and published it over 10 years ago. Um, and that's amazing because a lot, I know a lot of people that I know are talking about they want to write their first mm -hmm. book. Um, so tell me a little bit about that process of you, like what sparked you to want to write the book and then what was the process like? How long did it, do you think that it took? I know it's been 10 years, but mm -hmm. how long do you think it took for you from the, the implementation process to like the completion process? Okay. Well, I am a nature lover and every time I go out, I'm inspired to write. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my poetry is about nature. Some of it is about love, things 
that I feel deeply. Mm. Um, so instead of just writing them and collecting them, I decided, because I've always wanted to be an author. I am a writer. I love to write. I uh, decided to have it published. So I look, I looked up some information and found a publishing company that would allow me to publish on demand. Okay. I would not recommend that company, so I <laughs> say the name of it. But they had all the tools that I did need at that point in time okay. to publish. I used their tools to um, copy and paste the poems that I had written. I was allowed to include my images and format them. I had a friend of a friend create my cover photo, which I'm interested in republishing and changing that photo. The person that's on it with me is no longer a part of my life. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> He was actually the push to get me to complete it. He was the accountability partner that okay. I needed to do the next step. This is the next step. So he, he had a, a purpose at that moment at that, in time. At yeah. that time, yes. So they have an outline for this next step you need to complete. Mm -hmm. um, I am looking at another publisher at this point that I was told does the same thing. Okay. So it's a step-by-step -step process that the company that you choose will walk you through. Oh, nice. And so it's a matter of scheduling it and making it a priority so that it gets done. Now, if I remember correctly, from start of writing the poems and collecting the poems that I wanted to be in this book to my publication date was probably six to nine months. Okay. And if I had done more... Um, at a faster rate, it could have been published sooner. Mm -hmm. It also could have been taken longer. It it just depends on depends, how yeah. you pace yourself with that. Did you find um, that you just schedule time every day or on a weekly basis to kind of get it I done? I schedule time. At that point, I still had uh, three young children at home. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. So for the most part, I did it on the weekends. Okay. I woke up before them and can get it done in a house that had peace and quiet. I need peace and quiet to write. I can't write in the background same noise. way. Yes. So mostly on the weekends, I would get up a lot earlier than everyone else and work on it then. So that's what I'm interested. I, I love um, when I interview people and they do have a lot of dynamics with mm -hmm. their life and how they're able to schedule in the things that are important to them, whether it's their passion projects. Mm -hmm. A lot of people start off with having their nine to five job that supports them. And then they have their passion projects yeah. on the side. And, um, you hear sometimes excuses like, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. And it's like, well, you have three kids yeah. and you were prop, you were working a, a nine to five job, That's right? Correct. Like, like you're working a job. And then you also were still had the, the time to still it's work on your book to do the things that bring you joy. Yeah, exactly. So how, I mean, to be able to prioritize yes. that, um, where a lot of times, um, a lot of my listening on is are females. They, they have so many things going on that we kind of forget to put ourselves first. Yes. And I tell people all the time, like, you need to be your number one priority because everything else is not going to function properly. You can't be the best mom, the best spouse, the best, you know, worker, whatever it may be, best friend, if you are run down. I completely uh, agree. If you're sitting in a hospital, what, what, what is, how kind of, <laughs> you're sitting in a hospital because you just pooped out and you're sick or who knows what. You're not serving anyone Correct. that way. And you're definitely not serving your, yourself. yourself. Um, so that's what I love is, is that you found the time with your busy schedule to still be able to write a book. Yeah. You still find the time to organize these events and help other people 
who might have a full schedule still find that joy, whether it's a weekly, monthly, whatever kind of yeah. kind of basis to know that it's not just punching in the clock, leaving at the end of the day, collecting your money, mm-hmm. and I will enjoy life when I retire at 65 and up. Your life is supposed to evolve. Yes. And so that's what I do. Instead of going around the clock over and over, my goal is to get people to see that as you're doing that routine of things that, that need to be done, you're adding on. You're making your life richer. Yes. Um, I also have the opportunity to publish, be published in two anthologies in the last few years. So I, I need to say that I'm also working on a book related to my business of something new, lifelong learning. It's a little bit on the back burner, um, but it's there. I'm working on a deck of self-care cards that nice. are geared for something new. That's easier for people to process and pick up a card at a time, a day at a time. It gives people a weekly or daily focus. And I'm in the process of, I've written many of them. I'm going to have those put onto cards and have someone test them out to see how user-friendly they are. Oh, I would love to test them out. I okay. love my, I have um, a couple decks. Uh, one my friend, she had created like little affirmations, like business affirmations. Yes. She called it a, a cup of coffee, I think. Okay. Um, and she's a um, small business owner okay. herself. And then another one um, that I ended up getting was, um, gosh, it's like a card of like love, like just oh. kind of like self-love kind of things. And I picked yeah. one because both of them are under 75, I think, of them. So I pick one a week and mm-hmm. I just have that as my like, this is my focus for the week. Um, or when I need like a little small um, pick me up. And yeah. then I have, of course, my Oracle cards that I read when I just need a little bit of guidance here and there. But it's it's great because it's something that in small dosages, like yeah. action items that I can write down in my planner mm-hmm. um, and being able to go back and focus on them. Like this is my affirmation for the week and let it really resonate for me. Yeah. That's and, cool. And with the cards, it's to give people something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So they will be organized by topic, but you can also randomly choose a card. And if it's, if it's, when you you can stick with it, yeah. it gives you something to look forward to that may be out of your norm. Definitely. That's that's cool. Um, so is there anything, like, I know you have a, your bucket list. So yes. what are, do you have them per year or, like, your lifetime? How do you organize your I bucket list? I have a list? lifetime bucket list. Okay. So it's not in any particular order. What um, is, like, the, the biggest thing on your bucket list that, like, I – Definitely, like this the is my biggest yeah. thing on my bucket list is to plant my feet on every continent. Ooh. Now, at this point, I would love to do that by means of spreading my business okay. and reminding people on every continent and showing them ways to implement a lifelong learning something new adventure, putting them on a course to their best life again from going from mundane to magnificent. And just being excited to wake up because they know they're planning to do something. It can be as minor as trying a new recipe. Yeah. It can be, yeah. Or going to the library and uh, choosing a part of the library that they haven't visited before. It could be taking a new route home from work, but it gives you new eyes, a way to renew, a way to see um, things differently than you normally do. I think a lot of times people also use the um, the excuse or the barrier of, I don't have the financial means to do mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And I hear that a lot, like where I invite my friends out there and the first thing that's on their mind is how much does it cost? Mm-hmm. How much does it cost? How much does it cost? And I'm like, some of these things are free. Yeah. Going like, to a new park, I do that because I'm 
I love to exercise outside. Yeah. So just exploring. Yeah, there's like a lot of the things you don't, or the very low cost, you know, items that you just like, yeah, you know, you don't have to necessarily spend hundreds of dollars to have this experience. You can still enjoy that that time being. Um, The recipe is a really great one. Actually, I had that on my list one year. I was telling my husband, I'm like, we're going to create a new recipe out of this cookbook. And um, that didn't didn't happen. (laughs) Looking at reviews so that you know if something is a definite yes, I need to try this. You can have variations to recipes that you love. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's something new. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. So, you have all these places. Do you have any recommendations for, uh, like, a new restaurant in the Metro Detroit area? I do. Because I asked this because my, my anniversary is uh, tomorrow. We're recording oh, this wow. on July 9th, although it probably will not be aired until a little bit later on. <laughs> but, but tomorrow's my anniversary, so I am looking for a new restaurant to try out. I love Garrido's Bistro on Mac and Gross Point Woods. It's a Venezuelan restaurant. Oh, that, okay, that is a place. Someone had mentioned, uh, one I of my friends who is a Venezuelan. I take friends okay. there. They are unbelievably delicious. Okay, so I need to write that. that my husband was asking me about that. So uh, one of our friends... That we know, she's a Venezuelan um, singer, oh. and um, we've I've had her at a couple of my festivals that I put on, and she had mentioned that, mm-hmm. but we could not remember what the heck it was. Oh, like my, we were driving up it. north this past weekend, and he's like, "What is that?" I'm like, "I don't know." She told us about that like over a month ago. So this this was fate that I asked you this question, yeah. and you mentioned it because he was we were both in the mood for some kind of we were thinking like bolero. We've been there a couple mm-hmm. of times, but oh, you okay, so I. I have to try anything else that you think is really phenomenal in the Metro Detroit area. Another restaurant. Um, I also like Grey Ghost, which is okay. downtown. Yeah, they have a really eclectic menu. Gotcha. My husband has gone there, so I need Delicious. to check that out. Is it? Um, do they have like healthier food options there? Because I from. I guess maybe because every time my husband goes places, I'm always thinking it's a beer place. He's very very beer centric. (laughs) He's very beer centric. (laughs) They do have healthy options. I don't think that's a priority when they created their menu. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. I found to, I was taken by surprise when I was in um, Colorado that there was this, I think it's called Avery Brewing Company. So it's a big like brewing place, but they actually had some really great like healthy options like mm-hmm. Buddha Bowl, which was like my first time ever having oh, a Buddha yeah. Bowl outside of seeing them on Pinterest or having someone make me one yeah. was at um at that spot. Now they also had like chicken and waffles okay. as you know as an option too. And now have you been to Om Cafe in Ferndale? Yes. Because I've gone there recently okay. out of all the years that I drive past it and I I mean live right in the Ferndale area so I just a shame that I haven't gone soon. <laughs> but yes I have um I have tried Om Cafe. I I think I tried their macaroni and cheese one time. Mm-hmm. Um which was good, but of course doesn't beat my mom's like actual <laughs> macaroni and cheese because it was vegan. Right. But I had to take that in account that it is um it is not uh it's not real cheese. <laughs> okay. So uh, let me ask you this. Uh, I like to ask a lot of my, my guests this. How do you unwind after a long day or how do you do you have stress in your life with Oh when, definitely and how do you how do you handle it? Like what's your favorite My favorite thing to do at the end of a work day is to go watch the sunset. <gasps> Beautiful. If it isn't cloudy outside, there's a park not far from me that I can go sit on the benches or I can walk around the park if I don't want to drive downtown to, to Belle Isle. 
And just watching the sun go down, the sky glows. It's orange, yellow, pink, That's and not, beautiful. That's going to be my new like evening routine. So <laughs> if I can't do that because it's raining or it isn't uh, visible, I will light a candle and sit down and relax. A glass of wine, maybe, or making my own juice. Mm, what yeah. kind of juice do you make? My favorite is apple beet. Um, apple it's ABC carrot juice okay apple beets and carrots yeah. does the now beets to me taste very and you probably heard this earthy like, yes like <laughs> I, like I feel like I feel like I'm like I'm drinking like dirt <laughs> my son said the same so thing so does the does the other two kind of cut they do okay I like red beets over orange beets orange beets do have more of an earthy taste really okay um in my experience, I also do will add some ginger or turmeric. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Um, because I know one of my favorite drinks at Drought um, is the, is I think it's apple, ginger, and uh, I don't know, apple, ginger, and something, mm -hmm. um, and lemon. Apple, oh, yeah, apple, ginger, and lemon. And so I was, and then they also have a beet one, but the beet still tastes like. <laughs> dirt to me they so, <laughs> so I was wondering if uh, and I know a lot of people I mean beets are great I mean as a health coach I understand the, the benefits of beets I just can't get past the very earthy taste this is like some people don't, like my mother that's in law doesn't like gamey food and mm -hmm. I like I love lamb I will eat it in moderation but she doesn't like the gaminess of, right. of the lamb so I, under, I understand it's acquired taste I was See, just I grew wondering. up eating pickled beets my mom okay. would buy those and so you they were sweet they are sweet. And a lot of me. people people tell me that all the time. They grow beets. Like it's so Pickle sweet. I'm beet. like, I, you will never see me grow beets. I grow everything else, <laughs> but not bees because they taste like dirt. <laughs> yeah, they taste like they taste like dirt mixed with grass and like iron and I don't know. It's just a weird mixture that I don't really like. But I'm wondering now if I was to cut it with some of the other stuff. And even adding lemon to it will. It'll neutralize that flavor. Okay. Uh, the colors will be beautiful. Yeah, though. it is. <laughs> I, I've seen, I mean, I've even had someone make me a, um, a smoothie. I think I was doing a detox years ago, and it, one of them was a beet one, but they were like, oh, but it has berries. And I thought, like, okay, the berries is going to mask it. I'm like, no. Oh, wow. See, no. I use the pulp from my juice using okay. beets to make smoothies. I just like, I like Do you it. have, like, one of the, the... I have a cold press machine. Okay. I remember my dad bought that Jack LaLanne juicer thing mm -hmm. from somebody. I think he bought it like used for $50 okay. and he cracked me up. He was in this like mood. Like, he was like, I'm going to juice everything. So he bought a crap ton of stuff, like tons and tons and tons mm -hmm. of stuff to, to juice. And like the cleaning process oh. of that juicer after like the second time cleaning, he was like, this is the reason <laughs> why. I'm these are easier. He's like, this is the reason why I didn't do that. And then the Ninja came out. This mm -hmm. is like when the Ninja first came out. And he's like, why didn't I buy that? And before we knew it, the Jacqueline had like four four times that we used it. And it, I don't even know whether, I think we might have tossed it out or sold it or something else. And in came the Ninja. <laughs> so that didn't last too long. The cleanup process. Is it hard to clean up your juicer? It came with a brush. It's. It isn't as difficult as my first juicer. Okay. And I can't even remember which brand. It's a Breville. Okay. But to me, when I juice, I juice enough to last full, several, full day. several okay. days. Because I don't like the cleanup process, so I'd rather make a lot at once. Now, does it stay? I've heard various different types of things. Okay. 
um, staying fresh. Like my husband has always been one of those places like when it's fresh, like fresh squeezed, non-pasteurized, like you got to drink it like right away. And at other places I know like drought and some other places will pasteurize it mm-hmm. so that it has a longer shelf life. What is your opinion when it comes to yours? I was told that if you drink it right after it's juiced, you get the most vitamins yes. and nutrition from it, nu- nutrients from yes, it. Yes, that's how I was. However, doing. I will keep it up to three days. Okay. And the reason why is because I feel that if I go to the store and buy store-bought juice, it's that can last. Yeah, I feel like if I'm making it myself at home in a refrigerator that I know is cold enough, it should last at least three days and still be good. Um, before I drink it, I will squeeze fresh lemon in it. Okay. I think the enzymes may may help. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, yeah, whatever whatever works for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, my husband was always like that when I first started going to places that had juice. He would like you got to chug it within fifteen minutes, and some of the juices were just absolutely horrific. <laughs> I don't know. He, he bought, no, it was like a natural, like, it was a smoothie one time that we went. And I'm like, your smoothie looks brown. And there's, there's no reason why you should be drinking a brown smoothie unless it's chocolate. And it definitely wasn't chocolate. And it had, like, jalapenos. And I'm like, why would you get a smoothie with jalapenos? This is really weird. And he's like, you got to hurry up and chug it. And I'm like, Mm-mm, no, I can't. Like, if I chug this, it's, it's not going to not gonna end up being pretty. It's going to probably come out the same way that it came <laughs> This is not going to work out. Okay, so good to know if I decide to get into juicing. I will continue to just buy it from other people. I make my own um, kombucha. I think that's enough enough work as is. That's interesting because I've tried it. I love it, but I've seen the process and it seems like it takes... Oh, no, no. Okay, so we're going to... we're gonna. We're gonna to have to talk off this off of this about this. Yes, I want to do a kombucha workshop, and I've been um, oh, talking about sure. doing it at various places here at the She Hive and a couple other spots. If I end up getting my own space, you know, oh, having definitely. it there, but yeah, it's I'm not as it's not there. as difficult. If you could juice, trust me, you can make some kombucha. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. so do you have a item or a goal, or maybe something on your bucket list that you want to accomplish this year? Yes, I am doing a cross-country train ride from Detroit to California. I could easily fly, and I don't like driving, so that's not really an option. But I was told there are glass cars where you can see out and see parts of the country that are otherwise not accessible. I can imagine, yeah. So I will. it's about a a two-and-a-half-day route, Okay. and I will be doing that and ending up in Los Angeles where I'll go up to the Redwood Forest and see that for the first time as well. Nice. So that's my bucket list item. For what time of the year, year are you doing this? This summer. Nice. My, my mom and my dad always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, even like going through like Canada for parts of it and mm-hmm. coming back down. Yeah, that's okay. awesome. So only two and a half days. Yes. That's nice. Yes. That's not bad at all. No. And then what are you going to like use like an Uber service while you're over there to get from around from point A to point B I or actually, renting out a, a car? I'm not renting a car. I don't, I don't want to have to drive at all. Oh, okay. So I'll be catching a plane from Los Angeles to Eureka. And Eureka is where um, hmm. I can take the tours for the Redwood Forest and other nearby places. I'm sure I'll be on, end up on a bus or something for that. Okay. But I don't want to have to drive. And then you're taking the train on the way back? Two or no, I'm flying back. Okay. I think two and a half days is, is pretty. <laughs> so like, I'll have all that time, to be <laughs> but that'll be nice. And outside of that, I I want to go to the Grand Canyon yes. and to Antelope Canyon. Okay, so Antelope Canyon is absolutely gorgeous. 
It's so, so beautiful. We went, I've been to Grand Canyon numerous times, but over by Antelope Canyon, you're also going to see Horseshoe Canyon, which mm-hmm. is a really, I mean, it's just a place that you kind of go and look out and I can show you some photos after um, this recording, but absolutely gorgeous. The Colorado River goes throughout there, but Antelope Canyon, it's only like you, you take a, a Jeep down because of the um, sand, Sorry. there's a tons of sand. Um, and then it's only maybe like less than a mile long. Okay. Um, it's really easy to walk through. Like there's no like crazy hiking. You're just walking through sand. Okay. Um, but it's beautiful. Like everywhere you look, there is like, a, I mean, you could look up, down, mm-hmm. to the side, left, right, whatever. And it's just a beautiful shot. And every time you look around, like it's a new viewpoint. Um, from what our tour guide had told us, and I don't know if it's true or not, but like a little girl, I think she was like 10 years old, had discovered Antelope Canyon as she was just kind of like, wandering around so a little native girl was like wandering around and found it and I'm like this is beautiful wow. to like stumble across this right. as a kid I'm like what the why can't I stumble across like this in my own backyard <laughs> um, but it's it's absolutely gorgeous and then um, I'm not sure how far away from there but we did another hike which is very very narrow I don't know if you're claustrophobic um but it's like another gulge um, section, and I have to remember where what it's called. Um, but I'm talking about so tight that when you had a backpack, you couldn't even turn because you get stuck. Oh, wow. Like so, it's very, <laughs> very, very narrow. And I, it was beautiful going there too. But you have to watch out for the um, weather because if they have flash floods or if it rains, it naturally turns into a flash flood. And there were certain areas that we couldn't go hike past because okay. the water comes all the way up to your <laughs> shoulders. But I love, I love that whole, mm-hmm. that whole region. Mm-hmm. Um, and even um, Moab, Utah over there is really beautiful with a lot of the arches, natural. Um, I've been to Utah. Um, yeah. Starting a, a master's program. I had the opportunity to go to Utah. I nice. loved it. Yeah. you love, you definitely love um, Antelope. Cause didn't, didn't Ursula, who, who we said? Yeah. yeah. She, she in the last few days, she's been there. Yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. I went there, and the best time to go is in the fall and the spring. Okay. I don't know why she's going this time of the year. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to deserts <laughs> this time of the summer. year. It is the summertime. It's not a wise decision to go in the summer. Just letting you guys know. If you live in the desert, that's one thing. But if you are from, like, Michigan, like, where we are, even though we have the humidity, that dry heat is no joke. So I would recommend spring or fall. We went in November. Those are probably better. And I know, like, your schedule for you, the times that you're off from school is not conducive to those times. But, you know, plan accordingly to the weather. (laughs) For winter break, that 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 could probably work, yeah. I would say plan accordingly to the weather because um, the heat in the desert is – no joke. I mean, it gets up to like 120 or more. And oh, no, thank that, you. I mean, no humidity, <laughs> but still like scorching hot. Um, awesome. Cool. Um, do you have any upcoming events that you are planning with your organization? I am working on a few. There's a, a spot in here in Ferndale called the Detroit Curling Club. <gasps> yes. Okay. So we are so <laughs> going to hang out more often. It's awesome. I've gone. I haven't gone there. I've not gone. But I've, I've, I've done curling. And I've, my my plan is to create an event for that. Okay, so yeah, can guys go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because my it's husband, she We were planning on doing that for something. We were trying to get a group of us to go um, curling. We, mm-hmm. We've done curling up in um, 
um, band when okay. we were doing Ski Trip Up there. We did a, a time of curling. We did another time too, and it's fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it I mean, not like fun. not like just like super fun. I mean, it is curling. It's, it's, new. it's it looks exciting. Throw the thing, sweep, 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 sweep. So it's not like. Not like a cardio thing like tennis would be or something <laughs> like that. I'm like trying to think of something else that's so popular. So it's for the laid back person that may back, not but be it, but very it's, active. It's still, it's still fun because it's the balancing thing. My husband kept falling over right by the time like he would let go of the thing. He would fall to the side. <laughs> His balance wasn't that that great. And then we were all like laughing about it's a technique on how much you sweep. Okay. And then like, sweep, sweep, sweep. You like hear everyone, sweep, 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 sweep. Stop, stop, stop. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> It is fun. So let me know um, if you, when you do that okay. for sure because I want to check that out. I'm trying to remember when we were trying to do that. Um, do you like high ropes course? Because I'm thinking about I've doing I've done that. a high ropes course okay. in Utah. It was part of my oh, um, nice. summer get ready to work with this cohort. Okay. So we had some team building activities. Yeah, we're going to do some events together. Because yeah. I have a meetup group with like over a thousand people and okay. I want to do the, um, West Bloomfield has a high ropes course I've out there. That. And I've been there a few times and I want to do it, but my husband's always like, don't do it without me. And I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> you I'm have like, to do it then twice. I want to like kind of <laughs> waiting all day long for your schedule to open up. But sometimes I just want to go out there and, yeah. and do something so we can definitely collaborate on some items. Um, yeah. If you guys are in the Metro Detroit area, check out Lisa. How do, how would people be able to find all your events? My <clears throat> website is somethingnewseries.com. Okay. And I have a Facebook page that is Something New LLC. I noticed I'm not the only Something New page on Facebook, which is interesting. So I believe you can type in Lisa Lipscomb LLL to, to get access to my page. I will double check that to make sure it's yeah, the correct link. Yeah, and send that to me and I'll put that in the show notes so okay. that they'll be able to. So they have the correct Facebook page, yes. website, and any other way of getting to know um, and you. Then, yeah, there are links for it on my website. I also have an Instagram page for the business. I don't update it as much as I do my Facebook page, so I'll, yeah. I'll have to work on that. Yeah, so I'll put all your social media links in there. Um and then if we do something together, I'll throw in our... Uh, when my, we do something together. Yeah, when we do something together, together I'll throw in my meetup group, too. So that's you can, so you can yeah. follow both of us. We'll, we'll, I'll add you as a, um, a co-host, I think, on okay. my on meetup, because I definitely have a lot of people there, and I need to do more items. And um, then another thing I've done with my business, um, I am a business-to-consumer person. I'm also a business-to-business. Oh, cool. So I had the opportunity to speak at the community up annual it was their first annual event so there were bankers and nonprofits and my task was to talk about the link between something new team building and employee engagement that's that's a good idea so that yeah. worked really well cuz there are a lot of people who go to work every day and, and like we said they're bored with the routine it's a drag they don't look forward to monday mornings yeah well if you have the right person which is me come, <laughs> come in to talk about the link of lifelong learning and providing opportunities for the people that work for you mm-hmm. and give them something to look forward to they'll be more than happy to come in and give it their all it gives them a second Definitely. win it uh decreases um, the cost of people needing to take mental health days. And it also helps with productivity because yes. people now get to know that person a little bit closer that they might be working aside from, that they don't really have 
more of a relationship outside of work. Like, I mean, you might be just kind of sitting there talking about data entry or something like that mm-hmm. all day long or, you know, complaining about your day-to-day, you know, life. But now having something outside of that. And, and connecting have, on a level of excitement. Yes, exactly. And that, that helps a, a lot. I yeah. mean, those are all things I think now corporations are starting to see that there's a lot more to it than just, like, having people coming in and getting trained for their actual job, but also, like, the corporate wellness aspects, yes. the, the team-building aspects. Um, you know, Quicken Loans does a really great job as far as having things constantly going on. Amazon, that is, you know, corporations, these newer startups or newer organizations are starting to realize that if people are going to spend X amount of hours a week, make it a place where people actually want to come to. Because I always mention to people, I'm like, when I go into a job and I drive in on a Monday Mm -hmm. and I'm counting the hours until Friday... (laughs) Like the hours, not just the days, like the hours, like how many hours do I have until Friday? Then it's time for me to leave that job. But if I go to a place where they have more activities going on, even if it is on a monthly basis or whatever it may be, that has that little bit more team building, then I'm more invested into the company and the company's not spending as much money trying to constantly bring in new people because it's that revolving door they're like i'm tired this is and or make up for the work you miss because you need a mental health day let me tell you i was the lunchtime keynote speaker at that event and i thought i would have to wrestle with people who wanted to catch up with people there were you could hear a pin drop except for the sound of my voice the people were really engaged in that conversation which made me completely excited and happy. There, there was a good dialogue and questions after me. So this is what people want. If I can stop a lunch crowd with this conversation, I think businesses need to take a look at it and really think about implementing Definitely. and adding this in order to have a better work environment. So if you are a business owner or you work at a corporation and you are listening to this podcast and you're saying like, yes, yes, we need to have you Come to our place. I am and available. Yes. So we will have all of Lisa's contact information because if you're listening to us like, I want to do archery. I want to do like, I want to do all the things that you guys are talking about doing um, in my work environment because yes. I am tired of just punching the clock. Or if you're noticing that your employees are just not as engaged, engaged as they were before or the morale is kind of going mm-hmm. down, these are kind of things that spark it up. Like think outside of the box. It doesn't have to be, you know, the ice cream socials on work time. Sometimes, sometimes people don't want to do this stuff during work hours like, right. like or in a work setting. Like sometimes people don't. A, a change of scenery. Yeah, that's probably well. why you're not getting the participation is because people are like, I don't feel like going to a lunchroom and feel like I'm forced at lunchtime to now listen to so-and-so mm-hmm. talk or eat around mm-hmm. some ice cream and act like I'm off. And I remember going to a lot of those things. <laughs> it's like, it's ice cream social. I don't, I don't, I don't get my ice cream and go back to my desk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like having to be forced. But if you're telling me that there's a really cool event going on, you know, maybe outside of work hour or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I might be more interested in doing especially if it's not, seems like it's super boring. Because yeah. sometimes the outside work activities just are like, ugh. <laughs> I don't want to be part of a bowling league. <laughs> let, me, let me add one more option for people who may not want to do physical activity. Uh, I had the chance to visit John King used and rare bookstores for the first time this year. So they have over 1 million books and I am a book lover. So there were four floors of wood and shelves and books of every kind 
over a span of hundreds of years probably, brand new as well as very old. Um, it, it's phenomenal. And it's supposed to be haunted lover, too, isn't it? I didn't know. I don't know. She's like, <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I think the top floors are supposed to be haunted. Oh, wow. Well, so. I didn't... To have any, you didn't have any, you had no sightings. You didn't, <laughs> but you didn't, it was incredible. You didn't take anything home with you. <laughs> I bought some books, and um, it's at a better than retail price. So, oh, good. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you start seeing some, you know, <laughs> spiritual stuff kind of going on, you have you have Jane, yeah, you have Jane who's going to be on our podcast too. That can uh, hop out it. with all, hop out with all that. We'll have like a little one of our outings might be a little seance <laughs> at your house. At yeah. least it's all. We need to uh, clean the spirits <laughs> off of these books. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. I that's I mean, you could easily see it when you're getting off of the yeah, lodge. And I looked at it for years and decided I needed to make my land. It's stuff like that. It's the little like nooks and crannies spots that have been there for a long time that you're like, yeah, one day I'll get to it. It's one day exciting. I get to it. And then when you do walk into it, you're like, well, why didn't I come here sooner? Mm-hmm. Like I've walked past... You guys, for so long, yeah. and yet I never peeped my head into it. And now it's like, it's so my favorite my space job, in the world. Yeah, my job is to explore the unexplored, unexplored places and nooks and crannies in and around the area. Now, do you have these places listed on your website so people can... I don't. That's a good idea. Yeah, it'd be awesome to have like resources, like, resources. like Lisa's like picks and stuff sense. like that. Yeah. And have like a list of all those spots that you like maybe even categorizing like Lisa's picks and then people can kind of go there and, and check do them a out. quick view and see if it put me there. Because that's where I, I always look up um, reviews. So I think it's the eatery I that I, too. Yes. I look up for like new restaurants and all the time. But if I know someone, oh, I'm always asking my friends for like better. referrals. Like yes. where's a good place for me to go and get a massage or get my haircut done. And so word of mouth means a lot. It and does. if people already know that experience. you've gone and checked out this spot or that you approve of this spot, mm-hmm. then more likely to want to visit, visit it. it yeah so that would be so we'll, that'll be coming soon yes. to her website <laughs> all right so we're at this section as we're going to wrap up um really quick get to know you questions i like to just kind of throw them out there um so first thing that comes to your mind doesn't have to like don't put too much thought into okay. it just go with your intuition um first one tea or coffee tea i drink tea more often i okay. love the taste of coffee but i'm a tea drinker gotcha cool um favorite exercise Step class. Step class. It's my. It makes me smile and laugh more. And I do a lot of different exercises, but that one makes me smile and laugh. So be, being able to coordinate my next steps and listen to to the teacher. Awesome. The moves. Yeah. Cool. I am not that coordinated. I tried stuff, and <laughs> when I went one time, and this like eighty year old man was showing me up. I'm like, yeah. Mm. I was getting it. I think because of the. I don't know. The lady was calling up all these moves. She was like. She was going through the alphabet for something like A and B. Oh, and I can't remember what it was. And then I all of a sudden she threw in like revolving door. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, we were going through the alphabet. I got the alphabet. And then you threw in something and everyone else was doing it. I'm like, yeah. I, but you do burn a lot of calories. Yes. That that gets your heart pumping. Don't yes. don't think that little tiny step is just oh, no, mm, no I joke. I spinning class as well for that reason, the calorie burn. Oh, yeah. And with the right music. Oh, yeah, it's all about music. Yeah, it's all about the music too. Um, As you know, like for my cycle classes, you have to come out to one of them. I like to do a lot of upper body and lower body things. It's like just sitting in the in the saddle the whole time. I need something more. I'm like I'm want people to feel a burn. Yeah. Um. So since you just mentioned the bookstore, what is your favorite book? My favorite book is my book, 
Somewhere in the Middle of Love, okay. which is a collection of poems and photographs. Outside of my book, The Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman okay. is my favorite book. Now, where would people be able to purchase your book if they... It's actually on the Amazon website. Okay. Um, they sell it as well as Author House. And then I have some copies available for less than what they're charging on both Amazon and uh, Author House website. So I can provide you with a link if someone wants to order it. And, yes. and then I can sign it as well. Awesome. So we'll do that. We'll put your um, put your book link in the show notes along with your other book recommendations so that okay. people can be able to find out more information on that. Okay. Um, do you have a, since you are really into the poems and stuff like that, do you have a favorite quote or poem that you can think of off the top of your head? A fa- I don't a favorite poem off the top of my head. Oh, quote. A favorite quote is, in union, there is strength. Mm, I like that. And that's by Aesop. So it doesn't just apply to a union of people, even though it does have that um, level. It also means being in union with your purpose, there is strength. I like that. that, It has a twofold meaning for me. That's nice. I like that spin on it. Because I would think the same, the, the, Mm -hmm. the the first one. But I definitely... When you are in union with your own purpose. Yeah. Body, mind, and spirit. There we go. That's going to be one of my quotes now. It's going to go onto my (laughs) website. It's all about body, (laughs) mind, and spirit. Thank you for that one. (laughs) Um, uh, Do you have a healthy favorite snack? Blueberries. Mm. I love fresh blueberries. Do you grow them in your garden? I tried. The birds got to them. Oh, wait. So I started planting. Maybe that's it. I started planting some, and I was like, oh, they look great, but they were green, mm-hmm. and they didn't turn blue mm-hmm. yet, and then now they're, like, just gone. So The birds got them. Yeah. Okay. So at least I know I'm not killing my plants. That's... I was told to put a net over it to, to try to stop that, so I'll probably try that. Okay. Maybe that's what I need to do. That reminds me to look at my blackberries because I picked some last week and then probably the birds got to the oh, remainder. Probably. Yeah. Darn birds. <laughs> Darn birds. They pick up they they pick them so early, right? Right when you're ready. Like they're they're watching them just like you are, like a hawk. They're like, and they're gonna be ready exactly. at six AM and you get out there at <laughs> and nine, they you're like before you Darn the early bird gets the blueberries. Yeah, yeah, there we go. They get the delicious blueberry, not the worm. Who cares about worms when you're gonna have blueberries and blackberries, right? Um so you mentioned um, before your bucket list. Mm-hmm. Do you have, outside of your trip that you want to do today, do you have a favorite place that you've always wanted to visit and why? I'm interested in visiting Australia. Hmm, yeah, that would be beautiful. It's There's a Sydney Opera House, which is something inside, but just the nature of it, the views that I've seen, there's a rock. Is it Oruhu? I can't think of the name of it. But I've seen pictures of it, and I've heard that you can feel the energy of it. I mm. would love to visit that. And then a bucket list place that I didn't know I had. Two years ago, I or I was given an all-expense trip, paid expense trip to Taiwan. Nice. So I went as a United States delegate, delegate with um, National Wildlife Federation. Okay. And with SEMIs, the group that you mentioned earlier, my environmental group, we were able to visit schools, elementary and high schools, to see what they're doing to that that's uh, creating a sustainable planet. Nice. So place-based learning, project-based learning, visiting the schools, and talking about the things that we do here. It was incredible. Taiwan is a beautiful island right between um, China and Japan, 
And I had a fabulous time there. It was completely beautiful. And it was paid for, yes. which is like the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, so how long were you out there for? Six days. Beautiful. What was the weather like? Hot. Was it like kind of um, a lot of rain showers or anything? Not like a lot just of hot? rain, a lot of sun. And okay. depending on where you were on the island, you may see people with umbrellas and long sleeves just to cover their arms to protect their skin. Yeah. And then when we were in northern Taiwan, there were people that were just ab absorbing it and letting the rays do what they do. Mm. Interesting. So that, I need to like start creating my bucket list now yeah. of places I want to go to. I had a chance to ride on um, Maglev, so the high-speed rails oh. was incredible. If that was here, <clears throat> I could probably be in California in less than two and a half days. <laughs> How fast did they go? I don't remember the exact speed, but we made record time. I want to. I am thinking it was at least two hundred miles per hour. I would have to do the research to to find out exactly. But That's it was incredible. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, oh modern technology nowadays. Yes. Oh, I love we need it. it here too. <laughs> yeah, definitely, especially with the traffic jams. Yes. Like if I can get to point A to point B a lot quicker. Yeah. The well, the other thing is, is that people will be like, well, what about the airlines? No. <laughs> We need to have options. We need to have more than one option, people. We need to have more than one option. Well, I want to thank you for joining us on today's podcast. It was such a pleasure um, to get to know you a little bit more. We'll we definitely, have a lot in common. We have a lot in common. Yes. We are going to start doing yes. joint ventures yes, on some of these are. events. Um, so definitely stay tuned on all of our social media channels. We will be promoting on both of them. Um, if you are in the area, and if I mean, if you're not, you can always, you know, still come, come out, visit us. come visit us for the day. Um, you're welcome to do that too. Check out the lovely She Hive and all the things that Ferndale, Michigan, and Metro Detroit area has to offer. There's so many things that are popping up all the yes. time, and it's exciting to have someone on the show that is checking out all these spots for yeah. us and giving us the referrals and the recommendations on like places to go to. Absolutely. That's that helps a lot. I mean, Yelp is a really great resource, but then knowing someone and word of mouth is even better than than Yelp. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank and like I said, we'll so gather great. all the information. So definitely check out her stuff. Um, stay tuned for our next episode. Uh, can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at fwl underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsors, Scribed, unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month, and Rocky's Natural Body Products. Use the link in the show notes to sign up.
Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Did you hear the news? Metro PCS is now Metro by T-Mobile. Now you get new plans with unlimited high-speed data all month long. All on the T-Mobile network. Check out the new Metro by T-Mobile today and discover the smarter way to get unlimited. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. During congestion, the fraction of customers using greater than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. And Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video streams at 4DP. Coverage not available in some areas. See store for details and terms and conditions.